Hello and welcome back to Weathering the Storm, a podcast where we strive to weather the storms of life by placing and sustaining an unwavering faith in God. I'm your host, Drew Suttles, and I'm excited for our brand new season of Weathering the Storm on the Scattered Abroad Network. This episode is the first episode in season three of Weathering the Storm. And again, I'm just very, very thankful for all of you who have been tuning in uh, over the past two seasons. We appreciate so much your support of the network. And specifically, I appreciate your support of the Weathering the Storm podcast. Uh, This is a podcast that has meant a lot to me. And it has really been very important for me over these past several weeks, which I'll explain in just a moment. But in this season, we're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, the past two seasons, we've we've talked about weathering the storm of and weathering the storm with. We've talked about weathering the storm uh, like, looking at biblical examples, and we've we've gone different directions. But in this season, I want to be very real. I want to be uh, more unscripted, if you will, and I just want to talk to you. This, in many ways, will be a therapy session for me as this podcast has become reality, as I have been facing several storms. And it is my goal not to uh, create a pity party or to have you listen to my struggles and my problems and and just quickly turn it off, but rather I'm hoping and praying it is my goal that this season will be helpful, that this season will help you who are struggling to look to God for strength, to look to Him for guidance, and ultimately to weather the storm as it comes your way. This episode is entitled, Weathering the Storm When Tragedy Strikes. On October the 28th, 2021, my father passed away. The night before was a very normal night. In fact, I had just wrapped up a gospel meeting with the Adairsville Church of Christ. And ironically, I preached on weathering the storm. That was my theme. I talked about the network, and I wanted to encourage everyone to go and, and check out our podcast and, and to like us on Facebook, see find us on Instagram, look at our website, and was just very excited to share all this news with the brethren there. The Adairsville congregation is my home congregation. It's where I grew up going. And so it was great to be back home and to be with family. But I preached the meeting and entitled the sermons in such a way that hopefully it would would help those who were struggling. And I knew of some who had been struggling and none more than my dad. My dad didn't make it that Sunday. He told me that uh, he just couldn't do it. But he apologized and he asked me to forgive him, which of course I told him it was okay. I understood. But Monday night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night, he came. And those sermons were really directed toward those who are Christians who are struggling. But in a special way, I wanted him to hear those. Not because it came from me, but because it was from the Word. It was from what God would have one do who's going through a difficult time. We talked about having confidence in the storm there on on Monday night. We talked about how one can, can find comfort in the storm. And then the last sermon of the meeting was how one can find peace in the storm. You see, my dad had struggled and battled with depression for a very, very long time. 
I know that growing up, I used to think, why is somebody so depressed? Why can't they just snap out of it? Why can't they just get over it? But as I've gotten older, I realize many times there are factors there that one can't control. You know, we can control the way that we respond to things. We can control uh, the way that we we act and our attitude and things of that nature. And we've brought that in on this podcast before. But there are times when, when it's beyond your control. Some things that you just can't help. I know now that my dad was, was struggling hard, that he was fighting, and ultimately he gave up in the sense that he was ready to be done. He had been fighting, but he gave up that fight. When I walked into the room that Thursday afternoon, I was going to make sure that he was getting up and getting ready because he and I were going to go see my mother. And my mother is at a nursing home in Rockmart, Georgia, as she has developed Guillain-Barre syndrome. And so we were both concerned about her, both focused on her and, and wanting her to get better, and we're excited to go see her. But as I went to check on him, I found him that he had passed away. He had taken his own life. It was a very tragic moment. It was a very shocking moment to see my father that way, to find him that way. Just a few days later, I would preach his funeral. When we talk about weathering the storm, there are some storms that you see on the horizon. You know it's coming. But when it actually hits, nothing can really prepare you for it. This was a storm that hit me like a ton of bricks. You know, I've been talking about weathering the storm for the last several years, not only through this podcast, but in in my preaching and teaching. I've been trying to help others who are going through difficult times, but now I'm able to live through it myself. And I say that to say this. Now I'm being put to the test. Is what has been said through this podcast really going to come out in my life? I've been telling all of you, how to get through difficult times, and how to get through these storms. But now will I be able to do the same? Again, I want to thank you for listening because this gives me an avenue, a platform, of hopefully reaching out to those who are in a similar situation. Maybe you're listening and you've lost a loved one recently. Maybe you've lost a loved one to suicide. Maybe you've been having suicidal thoughts. Maybe you know of someone who is battling depression. Again, I hope and pray that that this season will help you. And if I can help one person hold on for a little bit longer, if I can help one person weather the storm, this will be a worthy effort. But as always, I want to strive to bring God the glory through this. And I know that His Word will not return into him void because that's what the Bible says, that His Word is powerful, that His Word will endure forever. And it is my goal, as always, to point everyone to God's Word. What does He say about weathering the storm? What do we do when tragedy strikes? As I record this episode, I'm still feeling all kinds of emotions, going through the the grieving process, and, and this is the first time I've really had to face it in my life. I lost my grandmother in 2016, and she was very, very precious to me. And really, that was the first loss that hit me really hard. 
But now here we are five years later, and I am the father of four children. And I'm happily married to my wife. We just celebrated our seventh wedding anniversary. But here I am at 29 years old. My father has passed away, and my mother has Guillain-Barre syndrome, fighting to get back some independence and physical strength. If you had told me that before I turned 30 years old, I would be dealing with this, it had been hard for me to believe. But here I am. But you know what? I know I'm not going through this alone. I know that now I am having to weather the storm. That I am having to put all these things that I've been saying in this podcast and putting into practice in my life. And so as you listen this season, as you go along on this journey with me, again, I hope and pray this will be therapeutic, not only for me, but but hopefully for you who are listening. If you've gone through something similar to this, if you know what it feels like to lose a loved one very suddenly, or if you're just trying to hold on for yourself, you're trying to hold on for your family, you're battling, then this podcast, this season specifically, is for you. If you have your Bibles with you, if you're in a place where you can open them, I want to invite you to Psalm 46. You know, in any time of trouble, it's always a good idea to open up to the book of Psalms. David, who was the author of of many of the Psalms, of course, was a man after God's own heart. And so every time you read the Psalms, you are getting a glimpse into that heart. David was a man who weathered all kinds of storms. And in previous seasons and episodes, we've talked about David specifically Psalm 51, and and how he handled uh, the storms that he faced. But as we think about Psalm 46, this is a psalm that has always been very special to me, now even more so because it was read at my father's funeral. But it's a great reminder for us that when tragedy strikes, when the world seems to be falling apart all around us, when we don't know how to act, we don't know what to do, we don't know what to say, We can go back to this great psalm and be reminded of how we can weather the storm when tragedy strikes. If you're with me in Psalm 46, let's read this great psalm together. I want to bring out a few points to you, and hopefully this will serve to uh, complete this first episode of this season and give us an idea of what we're going to be trying to do uh, throughout this season. After we read this psalm and bring out these points, I do want to share with you some of my ideas for this season. If you have any feedback, if you have any questions, or if you just need to talk, then I'm here for you. And everyone at the Scattered Broad Network, we're here for you. We love the Lord and we love you because you have a soul. And Jesus died for you and we care about you. So please contact us if anything comes up and you just want to talk about it. Let's read this great text. Psalm 46, I'll be reading from the New King James Version. God is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. There is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. The nations raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. 
the God of Jacob, as our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord, who has made desolations in the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Three points from Psalm 46 that can help us as we weather the storm when tragedy strikes. First, we notice that God is our refuge, and this means that we have stability. When you find yourself in the storm, when you find yourself in this moment of all these emotions that are just circling around your mind, and your body starts to ache because of the grieving process, and you're starting to, everything's starting to hit you. In that moment, in those moments, you need stability. Sadly, many in the world try to look for sinful things for that stability, but really that's only a quick, temporary fix that's going to make it worse. Reminded of what we find in Hebrews chapter 11 with Moses, that he chose rather to suffer affliction with God, people of God, than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, but for a moment. You see, that's all it is. Is sin pleasurable? Is temptation, does the devil know what he's doing? Yes, he does. But listen, that's not going to give you stability. It's going to make things worse. Sin will take you where you don't want to go and keep you there longer than you want to stay. So what do we do when we need stability? We go to our refuge. The very first word of this psalm sets the precedent for the remaining of the remaining words. God. Almighty God in heaven, the one who spoke this world into existence, is our refuge. He is the one who provides the stability that we need. A second point from Psalm 46 is that God is our strength. Our strength. This implies His certainty and His ability. We live in in uncertain times. And when we face tragedy, we have uncertain emotions. We know that it's, it's hard to find certainty in this world. It's hard to find clarity and, and, and certainty when, when you're going through a, a tragedy like something that, that I've gone through with my family. But God is there. He's our refuge. He's our strength. Our strength comes from the Lord. When you think about ability, I think about Ephesians 3 and verse 20. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Why not just say He can do more than you think? Those words have purpose. He can do more. He can do abundantly more. He can do exceedingly abundantly more and go above and beyond anything we could ever imagine. It's to show the great power of our God. And we never need to take it for granted. Especially when you're in the storm. Especially when you don't know how to act. Especially when it's a sudden tragedy. And you're right there in the thick of it. Look to God for stability. Look to God for strength. He has the ability to provide it for you. And you can get through this trial. 
But then third, I want you to notice in verse 1, it says that God not only is our refuge and strength, but He is a very present help in trouble. There we have the word availability. You know, as soon as my dad passed away, my family was there for me. All my cousins and aunts and uncles, they, they were there. Of course, my wife has been my rock through all of this, and she was right there by my side. But as everything started to hit me, and I walked outside, I saw my front yard flooded with cars. One family member after the other coming up and hugging me and talking to me and praying with me and for me. They were available. They were there for me. And I'll always be grateful for all those who have been there for me during this time. But what about that night when I couldn't sleep? What about that night when I kept envisioning what I saw and going through all the things in my mind, the what ifs? And I sat on the edge of the bed and I stared out that hotel room window and I cried. What happens when you're in that moment? You look to God because He's available. He is not only a present help, but a very present help in time of trouble. When your world seems to be crashing around you, when you don't know what to do, when tragedy strikes, when you're just trying to keep your head above water, look to God. He is our refuge and strength. He's a very present help in time of trouble. He provides stability. He provides ability. And there is always availability because God is always there. Again, I thank you so much for listening today. I hope and pray that this episode and that this season will help you as you navigate through the storms of life. Maybe you've never faced anything like I have. Maybe you have. Maybe you're going through it as well. Again, I hope that this can be helpful for both of us. And I'm hoping and praying that this can be an avenue by which many souls can be encouraged and strengthened. To look to God when tragedy strikes. Throughout this season, we're going to talk about some things uh, that may be very uncomfortable, but I believe they're, they're needed. We're going to talk about what one does when he or she loses a loved one. What one does when anxiety creeps in. When depression creeps in. How to respond when the storm just seems to be too much. All of these topics and more, Lord willing, we will cover this season. And again, it is my goal, it is my prayer, it is my aim to glorify my God and to help you who are listening to weather the storm. Thank you so much. May God bless you. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, and please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.